Hey, 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 and hello everybody to another episode of An Ordinary King. Um, so today's episode, I reached out to a, uh, a, a surfboard builder by the name of Robbie Marshall um, from Brawley, New South Wales. Um, and what he does is he builds custom wood surfboards. Um, and so I reached out to him because some of his posts on Instagram, the boards that he's been making are just exceptional. They're just beautiful looking objects, um, incredible grain structure, just really good looking builds that look like they perform really well uh, in the surf. Um, not just a trophy piece that you can have, but something that you can stick under your feet and really enjoy. Um, so, and he's taken the last year off um, to really perfect his build so that he can start building to order. Um, so you can buy these boards, um, which is a really tall order in this competitive market of surfing that, that exists at the moment where you've got uh, flooded market with cheaper Chinese surfboards with which are PU or epoxy boards that are coming into the market at quite a competitive price versus also your more traditional commercial uh, PU EPS foam board construction builders um, and then of course you've got your your backyard board builders that are making their own boards or building boards for friends so it's a, it's a tough market to get into and I think he's doing the right thing about it and the, the way he's going about it is um, top notch so it was a really exciting chat to have with him he's also the first guest that I've had on um, for a phone call so that was exciting and a challenge for me um, so thank you Robbie Marshall for <laughs> jumping on and being a little bit of a guinea pig <laughs> um, but it's still a good chat I, I he's a he's a great guy and um, yeah I, I really enjoyed the chat with him and I think it makes for a good listen so hang in there here he is Robbie Marshall Live, how you going? Yeah, good, thank you. No worries. So, um, I don't know. Thanks for thanks for jumping on the show and thanks for accepting the um, invitation to chat, man. I'm really, really excited about it. Not a problem at all. You've got some uh, amazing builds. No, thanks very much, mate. I appreciate that. No worries. Yeah, it's really your builds are, um, I, I guess, uh, quite. Not so much different, but just the just the beauty and this the fact that you highlight the grain and the wood and um, just they just seem to be quite not so much different, but just just really stand out and they really pop. Is that something that you focus on a lot? Uh, yeah, most most certainly. See, I, I have a, a carpentry background, uh, um, and for for many years of um, working on job sites, I'd, I'd seen um, a lot of a lot of timber, like a lot of western red cedar. Um, get thrown out, just thrown into skip bins. That's crazy. Um, and I just started to stockpile it. And originally, I was just using it as stringers or fins and, and stuff like that. And then I just recently um, decided why don't I just build whole boards out of it and um, focus entirely on that. And how, um, rec- how recent has that been? Uh, it's been 12 months now. Um, like I kind of made my first timber board maybe three years ago. Yeah. And uh, you know, from that first one, um, just surfing it, I was hooked straight away and really wanted to, um, yeah, build build those um, pretty much solely and not really anything else because um, just the, the look, the feel, um, you know, the amount of hours, you know, and TLC that you put into them, you definitely, you definitely feel that surfing them. Um, 
for me personally anyway, I just feel a lot more connected uh, to the board. You know, with, with yeah, with, with um, the whole experience. You know, it's um, you're really bored for the for the surfboard enthusiast, not just the surfer. So you can sort of go out there and. I don't know, it really amplifies um, the whole experience, I reckon. And how, how do you go with, because uh, a lot of the boards tend to be fish type or long boards, is that right? So how do you go with the performance aspect? Is that something that you, with a wooden board, you uh, focus more on, on the rail and the fins? Because they're, they're a bit heavier, aren't they, than the uh, traditional EPS or PU boards? Yeah, well, I have been playing with, um, because I'm, I'm currently 12 months into a 18-month hiatus. Oh, right. Um, which is to to focus all my time into um getting these boards right before they're um available to the public. Yep. Um and so far so good. And I've played with a few different builds, um, some hollow timber white chambered builds. Yeah. Sort nice. of like an airplane airplane wing sort of thing. Yep. Um and, and there's one one board in particular which is built like that, which is it, it weighs a lot. Um and I, but I've been surfing that quite a lot, um, throughout the winter because of um because of its glide and the way that I've glued everything up, um, it's it's kind of put all the, the timbers under a spring tension. Um, so it's got a really unique feel to it. But um, on a performance side of things, like um, some short boards and, um, and, and smaller, fishier stuff, um, I have been doing an EPS core and timber veneer construction right. um, with like a hollow rail which has been pretty tricky to try and get the the rail build right to try and get the what does that um, what does that mean hollow rail? So instead of um, laying up all my timber rail strips as a whole, yeah. um, I have been hollowing it out. So I've kind of built built it up out of strips, which build up the rail shape, but um, don't oh. have the timber on the inside. So it kind of gives it about a, a six mil veneer over the rail with. Um, like a like a foam or even a hollow inside, right? Which is where you um, get your hollowed chambers from, etc. Yeah, and and I found because um, there is a lot of timber within the rails. Um, in in hollowing them out, um, I, I get rid of a lot of weight and that add a lot more life to the board. Yeah. Um, and and those kind of timber veneered um, vacuum bag builds, they're they're not that heavy. They're sort of coming out at the weight of um of an of a traditionally um. PU polyester um, kind of a build. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, when, when I first um, started with the timber ones, they they were quite heavy. And yeah. Oh, so for me personally, I, I have no negative um, comments towards weight. I, weight just equals momentum. But the general public <laughs> um, do like to pick a board up and want it to be quite light, and responsive, and um, with with um, you know the vacuum bag technology and um, and, and veneering. That's that's where I am getting that that light, responsive kind of feel. And the, like the with the other woods and stuff, I I, I noticed that you mentioned um, Palawinia wood uh, in a couple of your feeds, and that was something that I was recently introduced to with my partner. Her father just built a wooden surfboard, a yep. longboard, and he used a lot of the Palawinian. Uh, I think it was predominantly Palawinian wood that he used and I think some, maybe some cedar I think as well on the top deck and some of the stringers and stuff like that and, and uh, he was talking about the Palawinians, um, how strong it was and how light it was and, and uh, just the advantages of, of using that, the Palawinian wood. Is that, is that something that you like to use more of or versus uh, other traditional bo- um, surfboard building woods? 
Um, so yeah, with with the Polonia, it, I I do I do like it. It's got, it's got a lot of um, positive attributes because it is um it is a, a plantation grown timber. Mm. Um, and there, as far as I know, there's two farms. There's one in um, Coffs Harbour, one down Victoria Way. So. You know, there's not too much shipping involved, and it is, um, you know, sustainably grown and and, and comes from plantation, so yeah. that ticks a lot of boxes for me. Yeah, for um, sure. It has a it has a really straight, clean, tidy grain, um, and it is really easy to use. So, from a board building perspective, it is fantastic. Um, the only negative I have from it is. It's it, it is pretty plain. Like it, there isn't a lot of character to it. Um, so I don't see myself using a great deal of it because as opposed to Western Red Cedar, which has just got so much stuff going on character-wise, yeah. um, it, it is pretty plain. Yep. Um, but for stuff like rails, um, yeah, it's fantastic. And with with the dark cedar, um, you know, torso, like the, the middle of the board, um, and then like a Polonia rail, it, it adds a lot of, you know, a nice contrast. Yeah. I do see myself using it, um, yeah, just for rails or even stringers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, most of I, I do use predominantly, um, yeah, re recycled or um, yeah, that was reclaimed timbers. Yeah, that was something that I noticed as well that you're posting quite a lot is your environmental consciousness and the the fact that you like to use reclaimed and recycled timbers. And is is that going on? That is that something that one of your key choices or key elements in the choices that you made in going into the building is was wanting to stick to that um wanting to stick to that as, as you were making your boards versus i guess yeah. over the pu eps boards that are out there yep yep most certainly so i like I, i've built um you know traditional um foam boards for for 10 years or oh, right. even yep. more now um and that's that's what's led me down um this path and along with um, board repairs like I used to be the board repair in the area and it just drove me absolutely insane because um, you know for such for such um, you know like they're an expensive product surfboards and how easily they damage is pretty incredible yeah, um, and I just like I absolutely love to surf and don't want to spend all my time fixing boards so <laughs> well, built boards that don't have to be fixed every five minutes um, and just equates to more time in the water. Yeah. Yeah, it's the the the, the repair factor is annoying. I, I, I don't know, because I haven't got, I've got two, I've got a, like a longboard fish kind of thing and I've got a, um, uh, like a 6.4 hybrid kind of board, kind of weird sort of, it's a, a an oak board, Rory oak board and I don't know, I just feel like I'm constantly... Not constantly, but I just feel like I'm repairing a lot of the time, just because just you just put it down. Like the other day, I went for a surf at um, one of the the beach breaks down here, and I just put the board down on the sand. And as I picked it up, I noticed there was like a tiny little, tiny little pinhole where I put it down because there's a submerged rock inside the sand. It's like oh, fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got to get right. up, get the solar res out, put it on, wait for it to bloody well dry, and I, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it was just a, it's just a little bit frustrating, but um, it's a. I don't know, it's worth, because the affordability factor uh, versus buying a, a wooden board and an EPS or PU board in my case is, is and I, you know, I, I just didn't, like I don't think that my surfing ability at the moment is um, 
good enough for me to what well, you know earlier wasn't good enough for me to warrant buying a really nice board because I just didn't want to trash it. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? I wanted to buy you know uh, especially when I started out buying a um, a long board that I could just throw around and, and trash and feel okay with it being dinged up and beaten, having cracks in it, and I didn't feel bad. And, and but it is frustrating always constantly fixing boards. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, like with with the new ones that I have been building, like I've had to. You know, some, some teething problems and stuff like that I've had yep. to fix. But once I've, um, you know, solidified my board, my build methods, um, I have, um, I've come and got well, this week I had someone run straight over the top of me and there was a scratch on my board, which I don't have to do anything about. Yeah, it's just, you know, because it's timber, it just never, it, it never got dinged. And I have, you know, had, had dropped it on the rocks before and same thing again, I've got scratches but no dings. Does that come down um, to as well the kind of glass that you're using on it to help strengthen it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, like they're they're all epoxy glassings with um you know a filler and a finish coat. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the resins that I'm getting from on sand in Australia, they do have um you know good scratch resistant qualities and yeah, sure. quite a you know quite a real like a really good resin. Um, and there's definitely um a lot of strength does come from their product. Um, but yeah, just the, the impact resistance of timber alone as well is just yeah, like out of all the composite materials that you know, released onto the market, nothing does do you know, a, a timber and um and, and glass. Um, yeah, combo. nothing nothing yeah, you can't you can't compare it really, can you? So, you can't, no. And yeah. I mean with the with the with the veneer work, um, it's a sandwich build, so you've got glass underneath. Um, and then you've got um, your, your timber veneer, and then you've got glass on top. So, um, yeah, it's 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 pretty hard to damage it. It's actually on on that. Um, I just want to sort of get into your process um, in in a board build, and sort of I know go from step one really right through to where you're feeling comfortable now, in your last step, and, and saying okay, that board's finished. And just want to talk about the process and sort of break that down and figure out like what makes you select the type of wood and you know whether it's the board or does the the wood determine the board or does the board determine the wood and then uh and then um, the process in the building as well yeah i think um the the, the board determines the, the wood a bit like I, I do have a bit of a selection at home of what i have what i'm going to use and um you know like I'll, i i just tend to go with the flow a bit you know like i don't really um you know Set into a build and just try and get it done as quickly as possible. I'll, sure. I'll, I'll do a little bit and sort of feel it out. And, um, and you know, I've got a pretty big pile of stuff to choose from. And oh yeah, <laughs> I've got that. I've got that piece over there. I'll sort of whittle that down, and that'll fit in this section. And you know, stuff like that. That's crazy. Um, yeah, or, or if I have, um, you know, laid out some timber to use for a veneer, because um, I've sort of always got a few boards happening at once. Um, yeah, I might lay some timber up with you and go, all right, that's going to suit that shape. It's going to bring that one to life and give it its own sort of personality. And, um, you know, I laid, I, I made some veneers for a certain board over the weekend and I sort of spent half the morning getting that ready and I just went, no, that's going to suit that board. So I'm putting them aside and, you know, rip some new ones up and, um, yeah, just try and, yeah, suit that board's personality. Crazy. Um, and, and that's, that's how they are. Like the new boards that have their own, um, you know, personality and, and, and vibe and that sort of stuff. They're not just. There's a lot more to them. 
than just a board that you're going to pick up off a rack. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Like some of the builds that you've done so far, like my personal favourite is definitely that Kingfish, that 7-2 I think it is, that you made the twin fin. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. that had some pretty um, pretty crazy pretty in it, that one. It's amazing. <laughs> so that, was, yeah, like that's all that's all come out of one piece of timber which I sort of just folded out like a like a pamphlet. Right on. Um, you know, like it that almost it, it does look like one piece of timber, but it's actually I think that one might have been four four pieces of timber which have just yeah, just been sort of folded out like a yeah, like a pamphlet to and, you know, book matched. It's amazing. And how how do you select the timber? Because you're oh well, you've already sort of said that, haven't you? You've you because that was all just from old job sites. And um, do people like has anyone sort of said to you, oh maybe you should well look at this bit, mate, and you grab this bit of wood and look at the grain, or you know what I mean? Like, do people offer up pieces of wood, or is it just something that you eye match, like you, you know, catches your eye? Yeah, yeah, because I have been sort of you know taking um, using timber for quite a while now. It does tend to come to me a bit like. Uh, and a lot of the, a lot of builder mates and just friends in general who want they'll hear about a bit of cedar getting around or some Oregon or or whatever and I'm I'm usually um, first on the scene to who um, pick it up. <laughs> you got like a cop scanner there waiting on all the building sites to see what's coming pretty, up next. Pretty 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 much and a lot of like it's it's really common because we're on the coast here yeah. at Browley. It's really common for um, you know forty year old cedar window. To be getting ripped out and thrown away, and a lot of the time, like a common length is you know, twenty one hundred for, um, you know, like for for a reveal or a door jam, and that's yeah. um, and and twenty one hundreds, you Perfect. know, like that's but the length of the board, it's like six foot. Um, so and and they're the perfect perfect lengths um, that I can use, and all that's damaged really is um, you know. A hundred mil in each end, where the water sort of got in around the nail holes, sure. and just sort of rotted rotted the ends, which is no good for windows, but for surfboards, there's still lots of good wood uh, left in there. Yeah. Um, along with the nail holes and stuff, which I just fill with back over, and looks just fantastic once there's an Yeah. Amazing. And what other kind of uh, woods are you sort of? getting into at the moment because you're focusing quite a lot on, on the cedar. Is there like any other kinds of woods that, you know, like maybe like natural Australian woods that you could use for reclaimed timbers? Are you experimenting with or are you just sticking with um, what you've got in your, in your shed? Yeah, just it, it's a matter of, yeah, what I, just just what, what um, comes to me. Um, I haven't, like I do get a lot of moranty as well or maple and, the grain's just a little bit plain. Um, I'm, I'm really drawn to the aggressive um, grain pattern of yeah. cedar, so it's just always a personal preference. Um, but I have recently gotten my hands on some some really old, like a hundred year old, um, you know, Douglas fir in oh, Oregon. Amazing. And and like the, the the way like the grain is just so tight um, that. I just I know that it's good good timber and will be good structurally and um, you know does look pretty neat when you when you lay it out into veneers and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um there's a lot of wood out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> there there is. There is. Yeah, yeah. It, I have I have found the old um, the old growth um, Douglas firs being quite good. It's um it's got a lot of spring to it. Sure. And um, I mean it's got a little bit of weight to it. 
it is it is a little bit heavier than the, the Western Red Cedar or the Ori, uh, the Polonia. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, so I, I would use that in something that's a bit longer, yeah. um, like a fish or a single fin. Um, but it's just, yeah, the, the quality of it, of it, you know, the really tight grain stuff, that's the stuff that I'll use. Um, yeah. with, with that, I won't use the really knotty, um, open-grained um, Douglas fir, but the old-growth, tight-grain stuff on them. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And so how are you going with, um, because you, you took off a, what you said, 18-month hiatus just to perfect your board build process. Yeah. Um, so you, you're not taking any orders at the moment. How's that? How are you, how are you finding that uh, experimental process as you refine everything you do? And is there any anything that you're sort of, little trips are you coming up along and, and or any surprises that, you know, things you didn't know before that are working that you didn't think would work? Yeah, yeah. Like every every um every time I build something, it's I've, I've learnt you know there's sort of probably a ten percent um you know Literally, increase yeah. in 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 the in the quality and confidence and all the rest of it. So at, at the moment, I'm probably you know at ninety percent in the product and crazy. You know, in another in another six months' time, it'll be yeah hundred percent, hundred and ten percent ready to go. That's amazing. And and when are you going to start taking orders? About six months. Uh, are you, you backdated? 2020. 2020? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, the 1st of January, um, and I, I just chose that date because it just looked good on paper. 0101 <laughs> They do look good. <laughs> it's quite do you, do you find are you, are you kind of a symmetrical kind of person? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about asymmetrical boards? Do you reckon that would work with wood? Um, yeah, I, I think they well, I've never I've never done one before. Um, I've I, Tend to um, like things that look good, but just sort of can't get me get my head around something that looks a bit wonky. Um, <laughs> Doesn't look right, does it? No, nah, but I mean, I, I reckon for myself, coffee made are fantastic because I serve totally different forehand and backhand. So yeah, um, having, having a different board heel and toe side would um, probably work quite well for you me. Probably you do have to take you know, depending on the break you go to, take two boards out into water with you just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I have that problem quite a bit actually. One of the places I surf, it's um, yeah, you need two different boards. So yeah, but it depends on whether you, whether you're going left or right. So I just yeah. tend to run pick pick one direction. Yeah, there's plenty of places down like that down here in Victoria. There's so many breaks down here. We're pretty spoilt, but God, you could just you walk out one day, you pick your board, and you're like, I'm taking that one out, and you get out there, and you just go, What am I doing? This is crazy. Yeah. You want to get back in. But, oh, it's just so hard and cold sometimes. You just want to, you know. Um, so what what inspired you to get into board building and, and sort of who inspires you at the moment? Is it writers or builders or? Um, so with pretty much everything I do, I'm always, um, you know, interested in the inner, inner workings of, of things. Yeah. When I, first, when I first started surfing, like I think I built a board two years after I started surfing yeah um just because i you know always um always wanted to and pretty early on when i was still at school i wanted to make a um you know profession of it and yeah here i am still still um yeah keen as a bean on it it's amazing and who's who's inspiring you at the moment is there any builders out there at the moment that you like you sort of take a little bit of inspiration from or that you are really impressed with because there's a lot of builders out there at the moment it's pretty saturated. Yeah, there's guys like um, Danny Danny Hess and, and Chris Christopher are um, 
pretty high up on the list. Yeah, they're making um, amazing boards at the moment. Their social media pages are pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just guys who have really high levels of craftsmanship um, are, are guys, um, you know, who inspire me because, yeah, I, I just want to be, be the best. And guys who, um, who also strive for that um, inspire me. That's amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. And, um, yeah, amazing, amazing. And so, oh my God, what was I going to say? And with the, also with the fins and stuff like that, are you, when you're building the board uh, and getting into the final stages and, and choosing where fins go in the setup, and do you tend to do like a box setup or do you do a, um, tend to do like a traditional sort of um, lay setup where you just slot and glass the fin in? Yeah, so with um, especially with all my personal boards, I do glass ones. Yeah. Um, just because I, I make the things as well, and with the timber ones, I everything that's on them, um, down to the logo and everything, like everything's handmade. Um, there's no, there's no market plastic parts. Um, and you know, I've got my, I've got a, a branding iron which burns the logo in, and everything, everything um, Yeah. Is is done by hand, and I just really like glass on fins. I like their feel, and once they're on, you're, they're on. You're not looking for a fin. Change your fins, or um, confuse you, and whether that fin will work or whatever. Once they're on, they're on. That's what you're stuck with. <laughs> what happens if you don't like it? I just cut it off and put another one on. All right. Oh yeah, that's pretty easy, I guess, to do, isn't it? Has, have you had to do yeah. that yet? Oh, I have, I have, but mm. most of the time I do get it right within the sky, you know, that's, like I am in a, um, ex, you know, experimental sort of stage, so there's been a couple of times where I've cut some things off and, and redone them. How much ex- How much um, science are you doing in the fins? Oh, not a lot. I, I tend to play with sicknesses and foils a lot, um, but a lot of it's just feel. Um, you know, you kind of... Once you've been doing it for quite quite a while, you know, you know what feels right. Like yeah. I, I don't confuse myself too much. I've got some, you know, pretty pretty set standard um, templates that I use, and, and I'll yeah. just play with thicknesses and foils more than anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've been running a few a few mil thicker and and double foiled things quite a lot. Right on. Um, that's given me a quite a quite a smooth and controlled feel. Yeah, amazing. Um, the thinner, the thinner you go with the flatter foil, you um, you tend to be all speed, yep. um, and and with a lot of the contours and and um, just the timber build in general, the boards are pretty quick. So I'm I'm, I'm looking to slow them down. So I, I tend to do that with um, yeah, you know, gain a bit more control with um, the way that I'm doing the fins. Yep, yep, amazing. Um, and what are you what are you working on at the moment? What 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 boards have you got lined up in your axe that you're working on? Um, I've got a seven two Twinser fish. Yep. So that's like a um yeah, like a like a twin bonder. It's got um like a twin fin set up with a little little small um leading fin on the outside of it. Yes. Um I've never I've never done one of those before, so we'll we'll, we'll see how we go with that. But yeah, a friend of mine I, I just like... um I think a friend of mine just built one of those and he, he he's because uh, he's just started building boards as well. He's probably done about a half dozen now. And he said that the, those little leading fins, he, he loves them. He sort of just sort of hug you right onto the wall of the wave, sort of sucks you in just and holds you there. And he just said he, he loves the, the way it feels. 
yeah, I like I I love like my my favourite boards are bonzers and um to to bring that bonzer aspect to a to a twenty, um, I think it'll be a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's one. I've got a little um oh, a little performance short board, which has got a a timber veneer and um, it's going to have a basalt bottom on it. Amazing. Um, an eight foot bonzer and. I'm not sure. There's a few other ones in there, but I just can't remember what's in there at the moment. That's amazing. Yeah, crazy. That's it's a, you've got quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of work on. <laughs> uh, you really yeah, set yourself sort of, up, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like to be a bit more casual, but I don't think my head lets me. Just always chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. It sounds like you've got your uh, sounds like you've got your, your stuff sorted out, though. You're doing pretty bloody well, man. No, nah, thanks, mate. I appreciate that. That's, that's no dramas. Um, yeah, is there anything like you sort of want to add, um, in terms of like your, your goals with it and sort of where you want to go, um, with the board building and, um, any, any sort of message that you want to get out? Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be hard for people to wrap their head around me walking away from it for 18 months, um, and, and not taking your orders on, but that's my perfectionist ways that's that's me wanting to get things absolutely right yeah um because these boards that i am doing are a lot a lot dearer um they're just because of the the, the build the amount of time that's in them yeah do you feel like um, that's probably d- definitely one of your business model plans is that you don't want someone to buy an experimental board until you yourself have got it right because the market is quite saturated at the moment with board builders and, and surfboards yeah, that's that's right, and that's definitely helped um, help me, you know, curb my ways. My, my strong point are timber, yeah, um, and and always have have been. Yeah, like I mean, when I when I was building for boards, I'd finish one and you know be second guessing myself a bit. Whereas now I've I've got a you know full confidence in what I what I do, and um, I, I really really back myself, and because I'm, I'm working with my strengths purely, and um, you know, and and my niche. And I'm, I'm confident that it will work for me. Yeah, and you use a lot of vacuum bagging, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of kind of new to me. And um, yeah, right. Through, throughout this period, it's yeah, I've definitely been getting it wrong, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's all about. You've got to make mistakes and um, yeah, yeah. rectify them, and that's that's how you learn. But um, no, we're on. We're, we're winning. We've got locked the hand there, mate. We're, we're winning in that. And, um, that's you know that's that's a good thing, and it's ultimately it's to build people boards that are going to last their their heirlooms. You know they can be passed down to their grandkids, and yeah. don't they don't have to worry about fixing them every five minutes. Just get out there and enjoy the surfing side of things, and, mm. and not whether you're going to damage it and how much it's going to cost you to fix because it's not. <laughs> you, yeah, they, they, it's yeah. going to last you. Yeah, and um, what's um. Uh, what's your take on uh, using and experimenting with different types of glass that are more environmentally sustainable? Because there's, there's a, I know that Standard Australia specifically has a lot of options in terms of the glass that you can buy from them yep. away from traditional glasses. Is that something that you're trialing out a lot with your timber boards or, or do you find that because the board and the timber that you're using is quite flexible and strong that the glass is less of an importance to the final product? Versus more of an aesthetical sort of sort of kind of way of looking at it. 
Yeah, most certainly. But um, like I mean, they've got um, like I, I do. I'm, I'm trying to um, you know, make sure that everything that I use is Australian made. Sure. Uh, cool. And Sandid are a distributor for Colin Australia, and they're they're an Australian company. So they 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 like they're playing with eglass is is Australian made. Right on. Um, you know, which is a little bit dearer, it's a little bit stronger. Um, and and that's what I'm using. Um, for, for my clear glass jobs, yeah. Um, but they've recently released um, some basalt cloth, which I have used a bit in the past, and 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 that's just fantastic. Um, you know, impact strength, um, weight, responsiveness, all those boxes, and um, especially aesthetics. It's just fantastic stuff. Um, so, like one of the boards, um, I've got which I've got in the shed, having a. Western Red Cedar deck with a basalt bottom and rails. Yeah, um, you know the basalt really um, accompanies the cedar because it's a similar colour. It's like a like a copper coloured um, weave. Yeah, it's darker. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 not like in a hex pattern or anything. It's just a plain weave, so it's just subtle subtle beauty, which um, yeah, accompanies the timber quite well. Yeah. Um. So I'll do that. That's something that I I will work with quite a lot when. Um, People just want the impact resistance on their deck with um with the timber um skin and and um just just want a, a, a plain bottom and rails. I'll I'll go with the um, with the basalt. And so you find that that's more of an aesthetic thing than the glass choice that you're using versus a performance thing. Um, with the basalt, it's both. Um, it's it's strength and 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 um, impact resistance. It's second to none. Yeah, and. Aesthetics, it's second none as well for me personally. It's it's exactly what I want to use. Yeah, yeah, it looks amazing. I saw there was a post oh. that you did recently. I think it was pretty recent that you did, and you just um, posted a, a basalt deck. Uh, five, and it looks incredible. I'm pretty sure it was pretty recent, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I just just looks great. <laughs> That's all it is. It yeah, just, well, I mean, it's 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 something that you could build a whole a whole board out of and. Um, once again, it's an Australian-made cloth, so it's, um, yeah. I mean, when people still want all the um, the positive properties of a tin board with um, you know strength and um, integrity, yeah, that's that's a product that I can use, which will cut out you know, a lot of the cost involved with the labour um, of timber. Amazing. Um, that's that's great. I, I've kind of run out of my question list. <laughs> oh, that's 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 good. I just sort of wanted to, all I wanted to know what really what I just wanted to talk about like your process and and how you go building them and um any sort of problem areas that you come with like uh you know and, and your environmental concerns and stuff and uh, because there's a lot of waste going on at the moment with there's actually a lot of talk um it's good to hear that you use recycled timbers because there's a lot of talk going on with the waste environment environmental impact with the bigger companies and not just across like surfing but like even guitar builders i noticed recently that um uh taylor guitars put out a series of videos fairly recently because there's some guitar companies around the world that have been building guitars out of um, unsustainable forests and so uh, yep, yep. yeah taylor guitars um i think there's i think martin's another one as well um they invested recently in their own sawmill. Um, so they're putting a lot of the money into trying to make the forest uh, and, and their wood sourcing 
sustainable because I think there's a, a massive outcry in the in the public and the consumer at the at the moment because the consumer can't choose where the wood comes from. You know, no, I mean, that's they're, right. They're just buying something off the shelf versus, I mean, yourself, which is a custom order process where the customer can go, I want this kind of board and, I mean, you know, in the future and then, and then you go, okay, well, this is the look and this is the kind of board and this is the timbers that you've got to play with. Whereas, whereas yeah. someone else that's buying a board that's been commercially made or a guitar or, or whatever, that's they think that it's because it's wooden uh, you know, or a natural product that it's sustainable, but that's still not really the case. Um, and I just, I just think that people's there's a big outcry at the moment for consumers trying to take a bit more of control over 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 the products and the and the product and the uh, materials that are being used. Um, so, I just want to say that I think you're doing a fucking bang up job with uh, using sustainable products and um, and and contributing really to not contributing <laughs> to environmental yeah, impact. <laughs> well, that. just since I have, have you know, curbed my ways a bit, my tip runs have gone down a tenfold. Um, oh, amazing, yeah. Because yeah. I'm just not wasting that much. And with a big thing I've noticed, because um, I'm not using polyester resins anymore, yeah, right. um, I, like, neurologically, I just feel so much better. It's just, I've just cut out a lot of the nasties which didn't agree with me. Yeah. Um, Do you find that as well with your epo- with the epoxy stuff as well? Because epoxy is quite isn't that quite can be quite harmful to the skin and you get allergies and stuff from it. Uh yeah, yep, you can. Um, but I've found I mean I do all the precautions. Yeah, for um, sure. And I've I've found it agrees with me a hell of a lot more than um, polyesterism does. And right on. The fact of um, the the wash up alone, um, mm. you can wash up with vinegar and not not acetone. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 massive. So there's no solvents in in my glassing band. It's just I I, I notice the difference. Um, yeah, immensely. It's I, I just feel so much better. Amazing. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing is is uh, is pretty amazing, man. It's um, ten points. I think you're doing a great job, and um, I would love to in the future grab a board off you. <laughs> so you've got some of the better better wooden handmade boards out there, I think, just with the grain and the kind of timber that you're using. Thanks very much, mate. We appreciate that. No worries. Um, so, just so people know, where where can sort of people contact you and follow you? Um, so, I, everything does tend to go through my Facebook or, or Instagram. Yeah. Um, so, I like surfboards, or I can I do have an email address which I can be reached at is inquiries at surfboards.com. Yep. Um, and if anyone does want to email me, uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to um, answer any questions that anyone has. Yeah, too easy. Um, are you following the um, Are you following the World Surf League at the moment? Oh, I am, mate. Yeah, I tend to get pretty um, yeah into hooked it. on that one as it went on. How's your How's your feelings at the moment with some of the uh, Australian performances? Um, yeah, probably could be could be a bit better at the moment. It seems like um, there's been a bit of a changing of the guards. Mm. Um, we dominated for so long, and yeah, it's going to be quiet now. Those Brazilians are pretty amazing, aren't they? Um, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, Wade, Wade Carmichael's doing a pretty good job of um, keeping the keeping the old flag for the Australians going. I mean, I'm I'm not actually Australian, but I'm a Kiwi myself. But we don't have the most amazing, unfortunately, in the men's draw. Ricardo's 
doing his best, but he's just not quite up to the standard, I don't think, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, he's Dan. First one, but he's just he's not up there, is he? No, it's just, there's a, the, I, I feel like between the top sort of six surfers down below, they're, they're, unless they're having a good day, I mean, th- there's a big, big gap between, say, uh, John, or well, unfortunately, John John's injured now, but John John, um, Gabriel, Felipe, um, even Julian. Uh, and Geordie, and then sort of the guys below, it's a bit of a, I don't know, I, f- I feel like there's a real performance gap between those guys. Uh, and even Kelly, yeah, Kelly coming back. Kelly's certainly amazing. Yeah, it's, it's all, um, they're all pretty pretty equal, um, apart from those top guys. Yeah, it's amazing. It's hard to watch. It is, it is. Yeah. But the, um, no, J-Bay's J- coming up, that's always a good one. Yeah, it is. It gets some nice, nice solid arching uh Carving waves and um, and hopefully some couple of airs as well. Although I'm getting a little bit over the, the airs, I think. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a traditional surfer, sort of love the love the rail game, up and down, bottom top kind of surfer. I think I love it. Yeah, I, I, I like J-Bo because they tend to stay on the wave instead of above it most of the time. So yeah. it's a good one for <laughs> Yeah, it is. And the women, the women are doing amazing. Oh God, the women's draw this year is incredible. They are. Yeah, no, it's all it's all good. Yeah. It's good to see. Um, I don't know. Um, thanks so much, dude, for um, jumping on the show and, and having a, a quick chat with me. It was uh, I've been really looking forward to it and, um, and meeting you as well. And sorry that I can't be up there to, to have a chat and check out your studio. I'd love to walk around and, and look at the wood. And I'm a bit of a, a wood porn kind of guy, unfortunately. Yeah, no. Well, if you're out this way, mate, more than welcome to pop in. Beautiful. Thank you so much, and uh, enjoy the surf. Stay upright, and uh, yeah, thanks for jumping on. Thanks very much, mate. Appreciate the call. All right, dude. Thank you. I'll catch you later. Bye. Yeah. Okay. So thanks so much, guys, for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much to uh, Robbie for jumping on board the show and and coming on as a guest. Uh, Really good chat. Um, Super insightful guy. And uh, I look forward to actually popping up there and uh, hanging out and saying hi and having a look in person at uh, at the boards. Um, as always guys don't forget to subscribe um, you can find us as always on Apple iTunes Spotify um, as I learnt as well this week we're on uh, Google Podcasts as well which is a hoorah um, coming up we've got some more cool guests good friends uh, great chats good laughs as always be peaceful catch you soon ciao